here we are. This is the fourth and final message in our series we've called The Romans Road. Uh, we've been looking at some of the key verses that help us understand a relationship with God and establishing a relationship with God through a very memori memorizable uh, couple verses that kind of walk us through our need for Christ, um, the, the way God loves us, um, the way that we say yes to Him, and uh, then also what what does a life after um, saying yes to him look like? And that's really what this message is going to focus in on. Um, we've been uh, looking at Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 5.8, and then last week was Romans 10, 9 and 10. Um, and uh, we've uh, been comparing this whole Romans road to some aspects of the roads that you might drive on every day. Um, we've, uh, we've looked at a dead end road. Uh, we've looked at the uh, road less traveled. Uh, last week was the roadmap. Well, today we're entitling this message, The Highway. Um, this is going to describe the life um, after you've said yes to Jesus and some of the, the things that we can in, and do enjoy as believers in Christ. And when you're talking to someone about becoming a, a follower of Christ, it's really important that we add this part of the Romans road to it because because people have got to see what the opportunity um, of walking and living with Jesus really brings. So today we're going to be looking at characteristics of the highway. Um, and when you think of the highway and traveling down the road, um, you might think of, uh, you know, wide lanes. You might think of a well-marked road. The signage is great. You know exactly where you're at. Oftentimes you know exactly um, how far you get to um, that next town or the next junction or whatever it may be. Um, it's well used. You see other cars cruising down the road on the highway. Um, it's not like that country bumpkin road where you never see anybody, but this is one you're going to, you're going to pass cars on the highway. Um, it's also an efficient route. These are some characteristics that help you um, get in your head when you think of the highway and you're looking for a way to get somewhere fast. Well, today we're going to be looking at a couple characteristics. Um, that uh, I haven't mentioned yet to help us understand um, what's going on. Um, one of the characteristics of the highway, as we look at some of these scriptures in Romans, um, one of the the characteristics is it's a direct path. Um, when the people who are designing the highway system are looking for routes and where they're going to lay their highway, um, they're looking for the best route, the most efficient route, the most direct route from point A to point B. Um, it, they're, they're trying to avoid certain things like mountains and other things that are going to be challenging to traverse on, um, but we're going to look for a direct path from point A to point B. Um, there is a uh, you know, I, I can enjoy um, a scenic route, um, taking the uh, long way around as much as the next person. Um, I love to look at trees and mountains and um, the water and all the things that make for a scenic drive. But when I'm trying to get someplace, I want to find the highway. I want to find the most efficient route. Um, it's just part of planning a trip. And uh, some people um, in some trips, of Ford um, for you to go and 
enjoy the scenic route, but sometimes you just want to get where you're going. Sometimes you just want to get to enjoy the people you're going to see, or you're trying to get to work, or whatever it is that makes it uh, the reason why you would pick the highway, but it's a direct path. Um, I want to read this verse here. Romans 5, 1 through 2 reads this way. Therefore, having been justified by faith, okay, having have this, now that we have this relationship with the Lord, having been justified justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. You see, because Jesus jumped through all the hoops, because he paid the penalty for sin, because he bought our redemption, because he did the very things that we talked about when we were looking at Romans 5, 8, that God demonstrated his own love for us in this while we were still sinners, Christ died for us because he jumped through the hoops necessary for a relationship with him. Um, we now can enjoy peace with God and a direct relationship with him. This is part of this um, blessing of having put our faith and hope in him. Um, you now have a direct and open line of communication and relationship with God. Um, there's no person to go through. You don't have to consult someone else um, when you are wanting to talk with God. You get to go straight to him. That's the opportunity we have in the blood of Christ. Um, there's no religious activity that you have to go through for a relationship with God. There's no um, ritual. There's no um, you know sacrifice that you need to make. There's no um, you know cleansing ceremony that you need to go through. We have a direct relationship with God. Isn't that awesome? Um, some of the key words I noticed in this verse is one is the word justified. You see, when you have this relationship through Jesus Christ with God the Father, you are in a justified position. You see, your sin did not justify you to be in a relationship with him. But the blood of Jesus justified you. It allowed you to be in right standing and you could stand there not under your own merit, but under the merit of Jesus Christ, under the merit of his sinless life. And that's who justifies you. Um, it says here, another part, it says that you have peace with God. Um, have you ever had a, a, the need of a peace to be established between you and another person. Uh, maybe you've had a fight with someone. Maybe you've been living for a long time, not talking to someone. And then you, you come to this place where forgiveness is had and you make your peace. You find peace with that person. And it's because of Jesus Christ that we have this peace with God. Um, also, another word that was used in that Romans 5 passage was that we have access, access by faith. Um, that certainly is one of the um, characteristics of the highway is there's plenty of points along the way for you to access the highway. Um, it, it, it's zipping along, but you can get on or off and there's all kinds of access points. And that's a neat thing about this relationship with God is through Jesus Christ, we have been given access. You 
see, before when we were still lost in our sin, when the wages of sin is death, we did not have access to God, but now through Jesus Christ we do. It's, it's an incredible thing. So that first characteristic of the highway is that it's a direct path. We have this direct, accessible path established with God. Another characteristic of the highway is its high speed. Um, we get on a highway and we can step on the gas pedal and we can move. Um, we're running on a highway faster than we're running through our city streets, faster than we're running through school zones, faster than we're running on county roads. We, we were able to um, get moving at a higher rate of speed. And who does not enjoy stepping on the gas pedal a little bit, especially when you want to get somewhere? That's what an open highway, that's what a highway is for, is for you to get there fast. On a highway, we go high higher speeds because it's what it's intended for. Um, supposedly, it's safe to do so. You're able to um, hit that you know, maximum speed limit, 55, 65, 70, um, in some cases 80 miles an hour, uh, because it's been determined to be safe to do so. In fact, when you're on a highway, it's safer to go faster than it is to go slower when all the rest of the traffic is zipping by you. Um, it kind of reminds me of this next passage in Romans I want to read. This high-speed idea is in Romans 8, 1 and 2, where it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So this is a pretty awesome promise and a very important aspect of the Romans road because now we understand that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We are now um, cruising down this thing we call life um, because we have this concept of no more condemnation. Um, we've got this opportunity to not walk according to the flesh, but rather walk according to the spirit. Um, isn't it free to hear the words, freeing to hear the words, there's now no condemnation? Uh, so much of our lives, um, we have got this condemnation put on us. But then when we discover that Jesus took our condemnation and there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, that is freeing. That, that, that's a step on the gas pedal kind of moment and kind of understanding. Um, the Bible here talked about walking according to the flesh. Um, and that's really the, the sinful nature at work. And we are encouraged to not walk according to the, to the flesh. In fact, we now are free to not walk according to the flesh. And if you can recall a verse in Hebrews I'm going to read in just a moment, it talks about the snares or the entanglements of sin. I want you to think about that entanglement or snare. There's no gas pedal to the floor kind of ideas when you think about snares and entanglements, which is really great description of sin and walking according to the flesh. These things slow a person down. Um, let's read what Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says. It says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, and this is after um, they just listed off a whole bunch of stories from the Old Testament about guys who did stuff according to faith. And it says, now that we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. 
Do you see why um, I've compared this last concept um, of a highway? We get this opportunity to run with perseverance. We get to throw off the sin that was tripping us up and was slowing us down in life. And we fix our eyes on Jesus, on the, the destination, on the one that we now um, get to travel with. It's pretty awesome because it says the law of spirit, the law of the spirit of life has made us free. That's what the scripture here says. Um, the excuses for lame living, they're invalid in Jesus Christ. We don't have to live under the excuse of sin. We don't have to live, live under the family junk or the generational curses of our lives anymore. We get get to run um, with Christ. We get to live according to the Spirit instead of in the entanglements of sin and the things that slow us down. Well, that leads us to our last highway characteristic in, in this passage in, in Romans, and that is this. This characteristic is that a highway is unhindered. It's unhindered. Um, a highway doesn't have stop signs. It doesn't have traffic lights. Um, it doesn't have these kinds of obstacles. Um, it, it has the right-of-way. A highway has been given the right-of-way. All the other roads coming toward it have got to stop. The highway gets the way through. It's unhindered. Um, they've had bridges that have been uh, built. There's overpasses, underpasses, tunnels. All of this is constructed so that those who are traveling on the highway can do so in an unhindered way. It's an unhindered path. We're always shocked and frustrated when the occasional road construction sign shows up or there's slowed traffic because of an accident that happens on the highway. Why? Because we expect the highway to be unhindered. That's why we pick that route. That's why we're going down the road is for an unhindered way. And I want to read this uh, next passage in Romans. It's a great one. Romans 8, 38, and I want you to think about the unhindered aspects of knowing Jesus Christ as I read it. It says here, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's quite a list of things that has been um, cleared out of our path when it comes to a relationship with God. Um, we don't have to struggle with death or life or angels or principalities or demons or, or things that are present or things that are to come or height or depth or any other created thing. All of it, none of it really, can separate us from the love of God. All of the stuff in life that often entangles and trips us up and holds us back all of it's been cleared out in Christ Jesus because nothing can separate you from the love of Jesus Christ. Um, that's a pretty cool list. And there's two cool things I want to um, have you think about in relationship to God's love. Two really great things about God's love. The first is this. God's love for you shall not be hindered by anything. You need to hear that. God's love for you is not hindered by anything. You can throw all kinds of things at him. You can throw your fist up at the air at him. You can throw all kinds of bad decisions at him. And I want you to understand that God's love for you won't be hindered. He loves you regardless of what you've done. And even after you know him and you screw up again, God's love for you remains. That's a cool thing about God's love. The other thing is that God's love will carry you through anything. 
So there are going to be things that do show up on the highway. There are issues that come up. There is the road construction sign. There's the backup from an accident. There's, uh, you know, the police or ambulance that's cruising through when you need to get off to the side so they can get through. There is stuff that shows up sometimes even on a highway that slows you down. But these moments do not keep you from God's love. And God's love in your life will carry you through the road construction signs. The, God's love will carry you through the accidents. God's love will carry you through the emergencies. His love is there not only just to be towards you, but it's to carry you through the challenges of life on the highway, of life walking with Him. So we have talked this whole last couple weeks about the Romans road. Um, if you've not accepted Jesus as your Savior yet, you've been listening, you understand the sin, you understand the cost of the sin, you understand that it was God's love that was poured out upon you when He decided to die for you. You've heard also about the roadmap that if you believe in your heart, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that you shall be saved. Those who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You've, you've heard all of that. And now here you've heard a message about what is a life with Jesus look like. It's like a highway. It, it's filled with God's love. It's filled with God's presence. It's unhindered. The sin that has beset you and has slowed you down, it has been dealt with. And now here you are. And if you've still not said yes to Jesus, I want to challenge, I want to encourage you. I want to invite you to say yes to him today, right now. There's no time to wait. Why not grab the access point onto the highway living with Jesus? It's your invitation. But also, maybe you've been listening to this whole thing and you realize that you have felt ill-equipped until now with a clear, concise way to share the gospel. I want to encourage you to memorize the verses. I want you to memorize the Romans road. I want you to have them so embedded in your heart that you're ready and equipped to share the good news with people as you go. And also, I want to encourage you that the gospel should never become old. This news is as exciting today for you as it was the day you first said yes to Jesus. This news is just as important. It's just as relevant. It's just as for your life today as it ever was. And we've got this opportunity to respond to the gospel with our worship and with our lives, with our everyday life, with us stepping on the gas pedal and, and, and going down the highway with the Lord. Um, you don't need to live with excuses. You don't need to live with, with the, the, the family stuff, the generational curses, you've got this opportunity to let the gospel impact your life. Um, as we close here, I want to just read the Romans Road one more time for you. And I want for you to close your eyes and I want for you to meditate on these words as I do this. And this is really um, just going to be an opportunity for you to, to, to end this time together in prayer. You making your own confession of your faith to the Lord. Um, but I'm just going to end our message today with reading the Romans Road all together in one succinct reading. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord.
And God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death.